Welcome back to the Webology Podcast, everybody, all you students out there. If you notice a little lack of Ethan this week, you had an episode a couple weeks ago of Ethan giving his top 100. This week, it's my game now. I'm here by myself. Due to certain circumstances, we got just a Rick solo. So what is there, what is there else to do when you call in the cavalry? You call in the boys. You call in the fellas. You call in the brothers, specifically the Anime Brothers Earthworm and JD from the Anime Brothers podcast. How are you guys doing, my dudes? Hello. Thank you for having us. That was a hell of an intro. I'm feeling uplifted. I'm feeling like an Arthur Morgan type (laughs) out in the wild west. good. Didn't it? Yeah, that was totally off the cuff. I'm super jacked up on caffeine on this early Sunday morning. And, uh, you know, it's the new year, guys. I meant to. A- I-, I like to ask all my friends this, and podcasters alike. You guys got any resolutions? Anything you're sticking to? Anything you already dropped? I. But what are your news uh, resolutions? My only resolution is to not be uh, hyperbolically angry at the promised Neverland anymore. <laughs> uh, so that that's it. So far, so good. You know, um, they didn't stick the landing. It can't. Let's put it that way. It can't. Yeah, it can't hurt you anymore. Yeah, it can't <laughs> hear you. You're never. It never existed. <laughs> it never existed. But- yeah, I don't. I don't really have a New Year's resolution right now for myself because I haven't, anime wise, haven't run anything too bad. But uh, yeah, well, you know, you know, maybe uh, try to be a lot more uh, not uh, fat. I don't know, something like that. Maybe that's like that's mine right does. there. That's mine right there. Just not be fat. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I, I, that's I, the every year thing. Yeah, I, I'm still like trying to work off that chunky COVID weight. You know, that pandemic pudge, if you will. <laughs> I like it. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll just call it the COVID weight. Yeah, the COVID, the COVID thirteen, the COVID thirty, if you will. <laughs> the other one I'm, uh, the other one I'm actually doing right now. It, it was kind of like a haphazard thing, but I'm learning American Sign Language right now. Oh, very cool, dude! Which really, yes, and it's actually a lot easier than I thought it'd be. But I, I'm starting to see that there's a lot more nuance to it, and. I understand that that skill doesn't translate. Literally, that's one of the skills that just do not translate to a podcast audio centric format because inherently there is. <laughs> do you get my, you catch my drift? Like, yeah, I can't. I, I, I get what you're saying. <laughs> I can't really show you guys or the students anything I've learned, but I'm putting full sentences together, which is pretty cool. No, that's really cool, man. I, uh, I worked in a supermarket and I ran into uh, at least one person who who was uh was deaf and not being able to communicate with them i kind of felt like a piece of shit um nobody <laughs> in the store could communicate with them like so and we all this was during covid so we all had masks on so there was no lip reading and i'm like man i i should really do something about it um i didn't but good on you ricky for for taking the initiative to make people feel included going a lot farther yeah and and, and that's the thing right is that it's almost weird because like when it, your situation you just talked about, more than any other, someone doesn't speak English, but they speak, you know, Spanish, French, German, whatever. You don't feel kind of like a dick because you can't communicate. You just kind of take it like, okay, I have a different language, right? Yeah, yeah. But when it comes to someone who is, you know, hearing impaired and needs to communicate that way, you kind of feel a little dickish. And I totally understand that sentiment, right? It's the one of the few languages you're like, oh, shit, I feel like I should right yeah i should be able to mm-hmm. do this well, it didn't help that i went up to my boss and i was like do you know if anybody in the store speaks sign language i'd like to communicate with this person like on their level and my boss just goes ah nope good luck i'm like oh fuck thanks yeah. man <laughs> thanks boss good man boss good man <laughs> but at the end, that's the one i'm I, we'll see how long that sticks to a lot of uh a lot of resolutions tend to turn into hypotheticals True. by like valentine's day you know 
But um, speaking of hypotheticals, today, we are, our topic is not a show. It's not a genre. We are going across the entire anime landscape to give you some real high wrinkle usage content. We're going to be really applying the wrinkles in all three of our brains today. Because today we're going to be talking about some would-you-rathers anime styles and wh- who would wins. We're going full hypotheticals. This is headcanon the episode, and it's going to be great. <laughs> it's going to be great. So what we've done is a couple of us have come with would-you-rathers, who would win in a fight, just these hypothetical situations. And us three smart lads are going to, you know, discuss and see if we can come to a conclusion that, you know, or maybe we despair wildly on our opinion and, you know, we'll just have a nice argument about it. It's going to be a great time. It's going to be a great time. We ha- we have the proper numbers, though, to make it so that there's a two to one odds. So someone's going to come out the victor on the who would win. And, you know, <gasps> I think that's pretty cool. Ooh, we have a think about the answer yeah. here. There's no there's nothing up in yeah. the air by the end of this. We're going to know. There's when it comes no to us three, it is law. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. At the end of each scenario, a decision will be made and the majority will be heard. So exactly. Let me let me start up top with one kind of lighter. All right. We got these are two IPs. And I know uh, I messaged y'all about one of these IPs and said that one of you would watch Shield Hero and the other one had not. That is me. I Um, am the Shield Hero boy. Okay, so we'll have to uh, enlighten uh, JD about what uh, uh, what the implications of this. Would you rather? Okay. Okay. Would you rather? Have Zenitsu from Demon Slayer follow you around in every social setting, or have Multi from Shield Hero actively try to sabotage all your relationships? Ooh, that's that hurts. Um, okay, so JD <laughs> Multi, and this is um, if anybody hasn't watched Shield Hero, this happens in like the first episode, so it's a little bit of a this twist, isn't really. But I wouldn't say it's a spoiler. You know, it's kind of yeah, it's the foundation it, it's for the, the rest of the show. Yeah, it's the setup. So, so I mean, it's is it spoilery? Kind of. If you haven't seen any of it, but you would see it in the first half of the first. Don't episode, worry, so. hit me with it. I like to okay. hear some spoilies. So this this <laughs> lady, um, obviously, it's an isekai shield hero guy gets transported in the new world, and this really really fucking cute, uh, redheaded girl. So JD, you you're already in. I know this. Already one point. Um, she's yep. like, oh my like god, yep. will you be will you be my adventurer hero? I want to hang out with you. Oh my god, you're so handsome. She's just doting over this guy. Teaching them Art. about the world. Um, that night when they stay in the inn, um, the fucking main character now Fumi. I'm pretty sure he wakes up to like people banging on his door. The either way, yep. the thing is, is Malti said that she was sexually assaulted by now Fumi when none of that happened, oh, just to ruin this guy's life because he is what? the Literally. shield hero. Literally, and everybody's got a hair across their ass about the shield hero around here. It's weird. So it's pretty much like false rape accusation or hanging out with fucking. With Zenitsu in this one. Yeah, right. Oh, so wow. so in that show, there's like literally Naofumi, the main character from from an isekai standpoint, he's starting at socially negative. So he's already shield hero, which of the four heroes, there's sword, bow, spear, and shield. Shield is considered like a devil. So he's already starting off bad. And then he's accused by Multi, who is, I think, the king's daughter. Yes. And yeah, King's daughter of sexually assaulting her. So he is in a huge social red. Like he's like the, a villain of the highest caliber. And she actively wow. tries to sabotage all of his efforts, despite him 
on the up and up. So would you rather have a woman like that who is vindictive for almost no reason, trying to sabotage all of your romantic relationships or be forced to have Senetsu come around with you in every social setting that you're in? Well, Rick, you kind of made this easy for me because even though I love redheads, I do not like uh, liars and false accusation horrible women like that. <laughs> That's just horrible. What she just did is absolutely crazy. So, yeah, I would take Zenitsu every day. He's not that no. bad if you get used no. to him. Malty's you know? like top tier evil, man. Like doing the shit that she did, like that 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 ruined somebody's life in real life. You know what I mean? Like that's bad, bad yeah. shit. And I don't have that many yeah. social situations. Most of it is with people like JD and other friends who know me really well. So I'll just take Zenny too along, man. It's cool. He'll he'll cry in the background while me and my homies play Smash. Whatever. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He'll do fine. So totally as a devil's advocate, because I was sitting on this one for a while, I was thinking kind of what you just said, where if I'm in a romantic relationship and, and I'm with the chick and she knows me and she understands who I am, and this crazy chick is coming around trying to sabotage it all the time, all it takes is a little trust for her to just ignore that outright, like straight up. You know, um, I'd wonder if I take the multi path that the chick that I'm with will just kind of like understand that, OK, this crazy bitch, she's around. See, my, right. my, she's, my she's, worry <laughs> about Malty is like if we're if we're assuming what if she kills your girlfriend, well, well, I'm assuming that we're in this world and it won't if 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 your partner is just like, yeah, no, you're crazy. Get out of here. I know the next thing that she's doing is going to like Facebook and Twitter being like, do you want to know what Ricky from Weebology did to me? And then next thing you know, your show's canceled and she's sitting there with a smug smile on her face and you didn't do anything wrong. Shit. Shit. That's a really good point. And uh, think of of it right now. uh, I, I, it it took exactly 0.1 seconds to think about it and I'm in the Zenitsu path all the way. Like, like. And I will say, just to just to clarify, JD, she does not have yandere energy. No, I will say she she's not out here really? trying to. Yeah, she doesn't have. She's not out here trying to kill anybody. She's out here just to ruin your life. So it, it's like a social yandere almost. Like you know, she's just you know. Oh yeah. But but it's not even an energy of like I can't have you. No one can. It's just that I want you to be, you know, dead to the world. Not dead in real I mean, life. It's almost <laughs> just as bad, though. But uh, yeah, it is like just mentally abusive. It's it's horrible. Yep. So I think that's it. Zenitsu from Demon Slayer following you around in every social setting. Here, here. But that being said, it would be annoying as shit. He'd be crying at everything. <laughs> you try to be. He he'd try to like imagine trying to like go out and there's a chick in the party you don't know. You're trying to mack her up. You're farting a little bit, and then Zenitsu comes over and is just drooling all over her and just freaks her out. <laughs> Or he just walks up to you crying because he spilled his drink on himself and he wants to go home. Yeah, yeah, right. That was a virgin. Hope- shir- that was a virgin daiquiri. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus! All right, here, here. So, so ordered. Okay. Do you guys have any uh, hypotheticals to to give to the the council? Would you like to go first? Or I mean, I, I could only drum up one. I'm gonna see if my um, if my just oh, woke okay. up brain can drum up some while we're talking. But I I have a who would win in a fight. Yes, so, oh, thank you. you. We're, okay, we're going yes. we're going deep cuts here. Who would win? The ramen guy from Naruto, or the <laughs> oh, farmer God, that Jesus Raditz Christ. killed? We're going two no. classic memeable characters here. Um, well, uh, uh ramen guy. He's around ninjas all the time. You don't tell me he but didn't the farmer pick guy up. Has that a was gun. my thought. Is the farmer had a gun, bro? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a shotgun too. 
Man. Man, that's fair. So you're saying that they're equipped with what we saw on screen. So ramen guy's got his cooking utensils and, you know, you don't <laughs> He's know. He's going to cook him up some ramen. I would just love to see that battle. And then, like, the farmer's got a gun and then the ramen guy pulls out the blicky and blat, blat. No, <laughs> like, not even, like, not even a question. Dude is stone cold. I think, like, he he has much more of a fight instinctual bloodlust than i think the farmer did the farmer only used that as a form of defense if we see the ramen guy with any kind of weaponry i think he wouldn't hesitate to take that farmer out he probably is seen like combat but he just doesn't talk about he's, it. A he's with his daughter in a restaurant <laughs> yeah making ramen he actually loves his job now so he doesn't talk about it but you know he killed people in his past life <laughs> he's like kakashi yes. kakashi stopped being a ninja <laughs> just open yes, a ramen yes. shop. <laughs> He's like an Ambu Jonin from the second Great Ninja War and just like never talks about it. And then he whips out some like fucking Earth style and claps the dude and like that'd be that'd be awesome. But that's all headcanon. Um, <laughs> Still, I though, I mean, like it's more of a positive. Honestly, the farmer that Raditz killed, my man's is just a farmer trying to live his life, man. Trying to get the crops out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't sense any bloodlust from that, man. What, I'm going with the ramen guy. I'm you going with me. ramen guy. Yeah, I think it's ramen guy. We don't know what he's about. You see him in a fight. Maybe he, he he's a he's a freak that claps cheeks, and we just don't know it. He <laughs> yeah. just makes ramen on the side. That's all. I think I'm going to have to go with ramen guy, <laughs> too. Know. You guys convinced me, because even if he's not like this master killer, I feel like the in the battle, ramen guy would offer the farmer a bowl of ramen. Farmer would be like, oh, thanks. I'm really hungry. And then next thing you know, ramen guy's like, stabbing the farmer with a fucking chopstick or something got you motherfucker <laughs> yeah we don't know what skills that man possesses he never <laughs> opens his eyes he may have some dojutsu under that bitch we don't know i mean he could just don't poison know. the ramen he could he could be spy <laughs> oh he could just like hey man screw the fight you want some miso here you go boom done ricin man is down <laughs> didn't see it coming you didn't even see it coming <laughs> oh my god you got extra pork and a fish cake let's go and then blap <laughs> gone so yeah ramen guy ramen right, <laughs> i like the meme of I like, ramen guy I like is the, the good start assassin's creed mc <laughs> i want to see it bro assassin's creed leith village <laughs> i love it hell yeah okay i got i got a pretty good one let me set the stage you are given Saitama level strength. I mean, one punch situation. But there's a catch to use it. Would you rather have to transform into a Sailor Moon outfit to use it, or every time that you use it, the CIA gets pinged on your general location and actively tries to find you for their own means? But you have the same strength as Saitama? Yes. So you are given Saitama strength, but you have, but every time you use it, either A, you transform, and are wearing a Sailor Moon outfit, or the CIA gets pinged where you are and tries to find you for government shit. Sailor Moon outfit. I don't give Big Brother nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm thinking about it. It's like I could fight off the CIA, but would I want to? Would I want to be on the run every single part of my life that's, from the that's, CIA? Yeah. You'd be on the land. I love how we're that's all just assuming that the CIA is going to start doing bad things to us. <laughs> I, well, I, yeah, we wa I've watched movies, yeah, okay? We know. <laughs> we know. <laughs> I watch movies, dude. I've seen the Born Identity. I know what's fucking up. <laughs> <laughs> no, and like, I was yes. talking to my partner the other day, and I was like, you know what I just realized? 
I have the like the want to cosplay girl characters way more than I ever have boy characters. I just something about like their anime get up. It just I think it would be funny. So me running around in a sailor outfit all day. No worries, bro. And again, I'm Saitama. So who, what are you going to say? What are you going yeah, to say? People are making fun of you. And yet you're breaking <laughs> rocks in half with your fists. You're saving you're saving the world and looking good doing it. I, you'd probably be a champion for like the the 2022 world right like look at this dude out here absolutely supermanning it up but also like breaking gender norms that's fucking so woke like oh my god <laughs> you would have 50 million views easily every single week oh yeah dude you'd be making that youtube ad rev so easy <laughs> absolutely not even a problem and when people ask yeah. like are you taking a political stance by wearing a dress i'd be like no, it just gives me more movement for kicks and stuff. I was going to say, yeah, it's, it's, it's breathable, man. Look at this. It's like kilt, but like up to my thighs. Like, <laughs> let's go. But yeah, okay. we're into an agreement then. Yes, we are in agreement. Every time you use Saitama level strength, you have a Sailor Moon outfit transformation, rainbow sparkles and all. And that would be, yep. honestly, that video alone would just go, I mean, ballistically viral, like viral to the nines. Hell yeah. It wouldn't even be a problem. So you're saying yeah. I get to dress up um, in a sailor outfit and get monetized? Oh, 100%. <laughs> it's money well spent. That's money well spent. But okay, uh, addendum question. You said you've been finding yourself wanting to cosplay more as like women anime characters than men. Do you have a woman anime character you would pre- you'd want to cosplay? So just for it being the most ridiculous thing I can think of, I've always wanted to cosplay Ryoko from Kill la Kill in her transformation Ooh. outfit. Again, you know what's really funny? Yeah, yeah, what? 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 What's really funny is when I made that, I originally wrote it to be her oh. transformation. <laughs> I originally wrote it as her outfit because it was even more skimpy because that's kind of the premise. So I was like, eh, Sailor Moon has a little more flash and Everyone knows Sailor Moon a little bit more, but if you haven't watched Kill a Kill, then you better go watch it because it saved anime and everyone knows it. <laughs> I, I, okay, I'll admit, I dropped Kill a Kill, but I started watching it way too early. I was a new anime baby, and I was yeah, like, he, why am he I didn't seeing... like the sexualization. I was like, why am I seeing that's, a vagina on fair. TV? This is confusing. And now I'm like, why am I not seeing more vaginas? <laughs> this is terrible. <laughs> I am lacking in my religion of thideology. Yes. Where are my thighs? I'm a full-blown degenerate I, now, so yeah, a Kill a yeah. Kill will be watched at some point. I just haven't gotten around to it. It it does. It, I mean, it does what Studio Trigger does best. It just goes to the nines, and it just it, it's it, it becomes insane, but almost like lightning in a bottle. Insane. They keep it contained, but you're looking on screen like what the fuck? Like there's space involved at some point. <laughs> like it go it it goes crazy. It, it goes absolutely ballistic. So okay, so ordered. Saitama level strength, but. Sailor Moon outfit. Okay. Damn right. I'm going for that. Damn right. If I were to cosplay a woman, it'd definitely be as death. Ooh, Her outfit is so one. clean. Oh, so nice clean. One. So clean. Are you kidding me? That's a good one. God. Anybody from Dragon like Maid would be fun to cosplay. I think everyone, everyone in Dragon Maid is wearing the same... Well, no, that's not 100% true. Um, Yeah, I would... I would Toru, I would definitely... Uh, would I'm I, literally going to be going for one of the women dressed in like armor. That's how I'd go. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good. That's a good look. Okay, what else do you guys got? Um, I like. I like, I like I the would you wins. One. Yeah, I like the would you. Uh, who would wins? Those are nice. Oh, would you want me to do that one next? I got. I got a couple. I got like five. Would you? Uh, who would wins? And I got four. Would you rather's? 
oh shit, JD, my dude. You know what? This is his game. I was Dealers. telling you, Ricky. I'm like, J- this is what JD's all you about. Did. He hits I'm me ready. with would you rather's all the time. Just most of the time, it's like something <laughs> ridiculous. Like, would you rather stick a, a toothpick under your nail and kick a fucking wall or something just as egregious? I'm like, God, no, none. <laughs> wow. Wow. You know what? In that light, JD, dealer's choice. Take it away. All right. Well, I would like to do this would you rather because uh, I got Earthworm here and I want to know what he would like okay. to do. Um, <laughs> would you rather marry a 200-year-old lolly or a 50-year-old milf? Fuck. Oh, 50-year-old milf. Easy. Um, <laughs> well, Rick didn't even... He didn't even Are you take kidding a me? Second. Okay. I didn't even need to. Just... Uh, <laughs> I shouldn't have... I, I dug myself into a corner. Um, if anybody who doesn't know, my partner is significantly older than me. She was what would be considered a MILF. So I have to go with the, the MILF um, or else I might be in oh, trouble. Oh, I thought she... you were going to do the lolly because you're a part of the lolly <laughs> I, squad. You know what, dude? It's like... I like... I do like lollies more than I'd like to admit, but like... <laughs> you know... <laughs> She's 200 but they years can't old. All be so you're Shiro, good. you know, they can't all be from No Game No Life. They can't all Yeah, they can't they can't all be Shiro. <laughs> so I'm going to have to I go with the you. MILF um and that way uh I might get some weird looks out and about um but that's that I can deal with. Nobody's calling the cops on me while we're at Walmart. So we're cool. <laughs> no, I swear to god, she's 200 years old. <laughs> I swear. <laughs> I I like that you said that in a way that is someone in a relationship trying to avoid a fight. Like, I have to go. I have to go with MILF. I have to. Like, you you, you guys don't understand. Like, I know she barely like listens, me- but I'm worried. This is going to be like, hey, I listened to your guest episode that you did yesterday. Oh, no. Oh, God. Oh, no. <laughs> Not anymore. You saved yourself. You saved yourself. Even though that JD kind of outed you as the, uh, <laughs> the lowly squad, but. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool. It's cool. I, I, I'm comfortable with who I am. Yep. Am uh, am I good to pick uh, who would win? Uh, who would win next? Yes. Okay. Um, oh, uh, sorry, I didn't put mine in, but it would be the milf for me too. So that's three three zero. So mm. we dominated that. All right, three for milfs. Thank God. <laughs> Ricky's gonna go. All right, fun episode. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> and thank y'all for listening. Let's go. All right. Okay. Yeah. So in honor of. Um, watching ass class and since you are one of the sensei for it i wanted to bring it up uh this is koro sensei versus all might from my hero academia who do you think would win Ooh. like straight up fight well they you know you never got to see koro sensei really go against someone like that except for his own kind apparently but yeah who do you think would win in a fight and it's just straight up fighting um, if you want to just say, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll say it's all might when he's, uh, pretty much near the end of his powers. Like when he's still super strong, but he's definitely weakened. So he's got a time. Here's limit. the thing. Yeah. Here's the thing. Yeah. I, I don't even think it matters if it's prime all might or late all might, because I don't even think he could tag Koro Sensei. Oh, I think like he, right. could, he couldn't canonically Koro Sensei goes Mach 10. There's literally no way he could tag the guy. And I mean, you know, if, and if you want to go late all night, I don't think he has the durability to stand up to a Mach 10 uh, tentacle whip. Uh, and, and, literally, true. and literally, like, we're talking like not just one tentacle whip. He could literally tag all night day and night. So, I mean, I, I don't I don't see a I don't see a world where all might could because I think if all might could tag the guy down for the count. Like, the strength difference is just too big, but I don't think he's able to do that. I don't know if he had the ability even to restrain the guy to get a nice smash on the on the dude. 
So smash shoe. I like smash how you did that. <laughs> smash shoe. I I don't know if he's got it. So it, I think I would think nine out of ten battles, Kuro Sensei takes it. But if for some, if you maybe had some kind of very good restrain hero, uh, who's the the wood hero? Um, maybe could restrain him. But again, I don't think he's. I think he's too fast for any hero in that universe. So and, I, and it's I, kind I, of like um like Superman. Coral Sensei's weakened to hit, like certain material, so maybe that's the only chance All Might has if he knows about it. But I don't think he would. Right, um, right, right. He wouldn't have the info. He wouldn't have the intel. Yeah, that was kind of my next thing. Is yeah. like I, I didn't finish Assassination Classroom, so correct me if I'm wrong. But wasn't it that like the only thing that could actually legitimately hurt Kuro Sensei was those those specialized bullets that he gave the class. Because even if yes, yeah, I so, so even if someone tagged him with a regular bullet, it's just like deflecting off of him. So yeah, I, yeah, and that's the thing. I would I'd like to see like All Might with like not brass knuckles, but that special material knuckles. So if he does land a hit, he's actually going down. And even if you gave right. him that, that's the thing. It's a tag problem. It's a speed differential here that is just too vast. The strength is definitely in All Might's corner, but the speed, the speed at which Koro Sensei can travel is just like it's it's fast enough. Like we're talking kind of like flashpoint flash stuff, yeah. like infinite mass punches, shit like that. You're going at Mach 10, that tail whip is not hitting light. That's a heavy hit. No, no. If he goes full blast, you know, right. So I gotta give it to Koro Sensei. I think I'm with you, man. Yeah, people underestimate him, but Koro Sensei, yeah, he's got No, I mean, just like you said, the speed in general and speed can translate to power, and we've never seen All Might go across the world in literally half a second. You know, we've seen him move fast, but Koro Sensei's watching a fucking Cubs game, and then he's teaching the the fucking next (laughs) year. That's exactly right. He's just catching a quick ball game on the other side of the planet casually. Yeah, no big deal. Casually. No big deal. Um. Okay. So I got another would you rather, but I have All to right. I, I have to set the stage for you guys a little bit because guess what, Chuckle Nut, you just got Isekai. Boom. Fuck. Truckoon. <laughs> Every time. Tru- yeah. <laughs> Truckoon. Truckoon just came to your house and gave you a little present called death. And <laughs> this this world you got Isekai into, high fantasy, magic centric. Think akin to maybe a black clover. Magic is kind of uh, integrated into society as a whole. There's a bit of... Uh, you know, there's there's a bit of uh, magic normality here. So would you rather be frail physically, but have extremely high affinity to magic or have very low, but not none magic ability, but be extremely gifted phil- physically all around, like strength, endurance, durability, etc. This is sort of the, you know, Asta debate. That's what I was hearing. Would That's you? Re- what I was yeah, hearing yeah, that. yeah. I was thinking of Rudy and Asta. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. So, I mean, this is pretty similar to, uh, you know, I feel that. Yeah, so which would you which would you have? I'm going you know, man. Um though we see Asta overcome a lot of ma- magic with his buffness, um yeah, I I will take you know all day. Uh shit, especially if magic is like an integral part of this world. I mean, I'm just I'm learning all the magic I can. Um I don't know if it's like you only have one affinity or whatever, but if I can if I can spread my genres out, I'm learning trap magic. Well, I'm what if ready. what if being physically strong is also good in this world? Either one helps you. You just can only be good in one thing. And I, I right, the merits right. to the physical. Like if someone gets to me, if it gets gets past all my magic, they're gonna strangle me. 
That's it. I'm done. <laughs> They're going to bitch slap you and you but kill I'm, you right I'm there. I'm definitely taking an art of war situation here to where, like, the battle is won before it even starts. I'm, I'm prepping myself with all my magical, mm. with all my magical jingles. Yeah, thinking like a overlord, uh, like buff situation before the battle starts. You just buff your ass yep. crazy. Uh, I, I go back and forth on this because it's like I said, I, I set this one up because you with the physical gifts, you do not have no magic ability. You just have very poor magic affinity, which you can still use it, but you're mm-hmm. but it's a hard fought. Uh, a trajectory to get good at magic. So I, I might, I think I'd go with the physical because it's kind of like what y'all said. If someone gets to me and I'm, you know, and they got hand on neck, there's not a lot of magic that can get around that kind of shit. It's, I feel like I'd rather have the physical gifts as like this really awesome back pocket thing, but then like do everything I can to get my magic just competent enough. And then I'd be like, you fucking thought and I'm going to, you know, <laughs> ban hammer your ass easy. Like one, if you get close and no one expects that to see. So, I mean, I, I think I'd take the physical knowing that I, you know, my magic ability is pretty trash, but there's probably, it's probably much rarer in a magic centric world for someone to be like, it, it, we see it with Asta, right? Like, People don't expect him to just be this big bruiser, right? And he surprises again and again, despite not having magic at all. Now, give him a little bit of magic. Boy, howdy now. True. Boy, howdy now. <laughs> no, I can yep. see I can see some so, real I, cool I, sharpness I agree going little. on here with that. Being like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm just a little unfair. I can't use yeah. magic very well. Hurt to dare. You can just get close to me and then, ha ha, bitch. Right hook. Done. Yeah, I have to agree with Rick on that because I'm also taking this from a a video game standpoint where, yeah, do I like playing the magical mage person? Do I like doing all the cool abilities? Yeah. But when I actually need to like win the game or solo level by myself, if you're the if you're the bruiser, you're the barbarian, you're the whatever paladin that or maybe have a little bit of magic, but you do just so much physical damage. You could carry yourself by yourself, but if you got magic and no one there to help you out, it, you can get fucked up. So yeah. I'm kind of taking that into consideration, and I'm going to probably go with the bruiser that can, you know, maybe I'll just use my magic just to put like a shield up. So whenever I take a hit from the back or something, um, right? I don't right. know, but yeah. I'd go all bruiser. I like the I like the D and D analogy, like an Eldritch Knight or a Paladin, where there's magic incorporation, but at the end of the day. You got a lot of HP because, like, spellcasters, like uh, sorcerers, warlocks—they're all pretty squishy. Oh yeah, right. They get yeah. they get tapped. You're down for the count. But uh, do you have a lot of sweet tricks and hacks? Sure, sure. But if you're it looks cool, yeah, yeah. But if you're if you're fighting a big beefy dude, your hacks only go so far. You know, like yep. it's just how it is. So I, I think I got to take the physical. That's how it's got to be. I feel like I'm in Rocky, man. Right. It, ain't, it ain't about how hard you can hit. It's about how hard you can get hit. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> not about how hard you hit, but how hard you get hit. <laughs> you speak English. <laughs> Yo, yeah. Adrian, I speak, I speak I Stallone. Adrian. <laughs> I speak Stallone. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so <clears throat> I actually have a good would you, get, a would you rather that doesn't involve actually being in an anime. It's more about... Uh, kind of anime in general sure sure okay so would you rather watch all of naruto and all of its filler for free or read all of the one piece manga but you have to pay for every single volume (laughs) 
Okay. Oh. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. We have someone in our Discord, Saint, <laughs> who actually offered me this exact deal. Are you seriously? <laughs> so I've never watched One Piece. This is I. Yeah, uh, I'm just reading it, and I'm at like volume 33, and it's just so much money. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, he said, "I'll give you 50 cents for every volume you read," and I'm thinking like that's like two hundred dollars. <laughs> Or every chapter, every chapter, not volume, every chapter. Oh, every yeah. chapter? Every oh, chapter, wow. 50 yeah. cents for every chapter that I read. And uh, I said I would take that deal. And Ethan even messaged me private, like, don't do that. He'd actually do that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, at the end of the day, I think I would do the One Piece for cash because not only is it one of the greatest, if not the most prolific IP to ever grace the the world as far as anime goes i think dragon ball might be up there with it as turn as like money is concerned but as mm-hmm. in terms of influence i gotta say one piece is probably up there so not only am i subjecting myself to one of the greats of all time i'm getting paid to do it and i already did the naruto thing for free <laughs> you watched all of the uh the filler oh yes i did and by oh, how- so I didn't know that. So you, yeah, you you already gone through that. Yeah. You could do it two times. Yeah, yeah. I, I, that's the thing. I'd have to do it again. And uh, fuck that. I'm gonna go and read One Piece. <laughs> actually, I'm gonna go read One Piece and make make get my nut. I'm gonna get my nut over there reading One Piece, and I think that's totally what I would do. I think I'm with. I think I'm with Ricky because even if I have, I, I you know, manga is expensive. I'll give you that. But when you're done. You have like a whole bookshelf of manga to display. I mean, the whole One Piece collection. It would be, be cool really to look cool. at. And I've tried to watch Naruto. I didn't even try to watch the filler, and I I couldn't do it. I had to read the manga. Really? So I, yeah. Really? I just, Interesting. And, and granted, I'm not saying he's it's been like, he's been privileged for a while. It's tough, man. If you don't, a lot of the times, if you don't grow up with one of those classic shonens, then the pacing can fuck you and i i love you you haka show and nothing that show does is wrong yeah that's one of the complaints But i get it you know to someone who didn't love it the pacing can be rough that's what i ran into with naruto so i mean i'll take i'll take the uh the 10 to 20 dollars every wait hold on jd are these wholesale prices or are these like markups that you have to buy yeah you're gonna have to pay like what i've been paying so at the cheapest maybe 15 dollars or if you get a special volume that's no longer being sold like i'm running into 50 dollars. would it be cheaper to fucking learn how to read japanese that's the question just get one (laughs) i don't know but that's why i'm saying you watch all of naruto but it's free or you have to pay for every manga and i think there's like a hundred volumes so yeah, I'm still you know, do I'm the still math. going with one piece, man. Like I'm broke already. What's, what's a few less dollars in my pocket? <laughs> I love the dilemma of like, is it cheaper to buy the the English translation or just learn a different fucking language? <laughs> At this point, you're going so hard just to not watch Naruto filler. Yeah, it's right, just crazy. Right. It's all it's all like is it it isn't even a debate on whether it's Naruto or One Piece. It's how do I consume One Piece as cheaply as possible? <laughs> yep. <laughs> I love that. But yeah, I think, are we all in agreement on One Piece, I guess? No, okay, so Naruto filler, I, I, I'll, I'll get on my high horse here just for a bit. It is so okay. hit or so miss, right? There is yes. there any filler that is the history of a character, Itachi, Kakashi. Itachi was it, technically filler, right? Yes, all of those histories, because they were basically either adapted from light novels offshoots about their history or those fillers were later adapted into a story in a written format so 
if it's but it's still technically quote unquote filler because it's not manga can't it's not in the manga release yeah. it's some other yeah, offshoot we enjoyed it yeah yeah so like any if you are watching naruto right now the skip the filler if it's not about a character's backstory if it is like jiraiya itachi kakashi those are actually quite brilliant pieces of naruto because it gives you a really fleshed out sense of the character and there's some really engaging moments in those but there's also shit like uh, Naruto traveling to Turtle Island to learn how to control uh, Kurama. <laughs> and, oh my god, it's some of the worst fucking filler I've ever seen in my entire <laughs> life. There's a very I haven't inf- even watched it. I kind of want to know what it's about. Dude, there's an infamous episode where he's on the boat and his shadow clones turn against him and they all have drastically different personalities. Like, they're all archetypes. One's a Yandere, one's a Sunure, oh, one's no. like a cool, edgy, cool, edgy delinquent. <laughs> yeah, and turns out Bing bong, it's all a dream. So Damn it. every time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the and it's the fillers are for the most part trash. So I say the you can go to NarutoFillerList.com and it'll actually tell you which episodes are anime canon, manga canon, filler, uh, what have you. Um, but if any of those arcs are about because they will be about Itachi or Kakashi, like a backstory, you should watch it. It is it is worth your time. But those are few I'm and far between. Yeah, absolutely. There, those are those are few and far between. Those don't come around often if you're in the uh, the Naruto game right now. So um, high horse dismounted. I'm done now. Okay. All right. Um, <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Kurama, though, I do have a would you rather for you guys. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. Would you rather be the host of Kurama, the Nine Tail Fox from Naruto, or Sukuna, the Demon King of Curses from Jujutsu Kaisen? Kurama. Easy. Ooh, really? That's a hundred percent easy like because Kurama's I know easier to reason I, with. Honestly, <laughs> I think maybe Naruto's uh, the only one that could reason with yeah, him. That's the whole hold point. On, hold but on. also, Sukuna, yeah. no way, no way, are you going to reason with that man? No. Okay. Yeah, I, I would say you have the same level of control as each main character, Naruto and Yuji. Yes. Oh, okay. So yeah. you can control Sukuna, sort of contain, not really reason with. But in Naruto, it's a hard-fought battle, but at some point, you could reason with Kurama. But up to that point, he's a shithead, obviously, trying to, like, sneaky his way out, you know? So that's tough. Do you want to be yeah. a social pariah for your entire life, or do you want to be guaranteed yeah. to die at some point? Yeah, essentially, right. you're going to die at one like, point. See, a right. man has told you, I'll kill you now or kill you later, but you're going to die. Fuck. I- exactly. You know, I, I maybe just because I'm a Naruto stan and uh, I basically just live and breathe Naruto, I also love Kurama, uh, and I'm watching Shippuden again with a buddy of mine, but I'm I'm just down for the Nine Tails. I love everything about it, and I love the powers, so as much as Sakuna is like a badass, and I would like to be able to use that power, I'm, I'm all in on Naruto. I'm right there with you, man, um, especially because I'm assuming that I have some sort of jutsu seal to help me. Um, Yuji's all by himself, man. He's a one-in-a-million case that can not get immediately taken over by fucking Sukuna. Right, right. I mean... Okay, but you yeah. are but you are that one-in-a-million case. That, That's what okay, I'm saying. Fair. And here, you, you, do ha- you are him in terms of his level of control, right? He's like, oh, you can control this, and... Each finger, you, you don't have necessarily the obligation to go gather all his fingers, you know, but uh, that's what I'm saying, right? At the end of the day, you can contain, you could put the cork on the bottle, so to speak, at least with Sukuna, right? Um, oh, okay. But I think at the end of the day, 
do which do I like more on screen as a viewer? I like Sukuna way more. Dude's cheeky as fuck. He is. I love Sukuna more. I do than, like him. I'm not yeah. saying I hate the guy. Yeah, uh, he's right, a badass, right, but, right. Yeah. but I think I'm in your camp. Kurama, he's see with Kurama, he's he's a misunderstood boy. You know, there's no misunderstanding Sukuna. He's a shithead. He's just, he angry lets you know, all the time. Yeah, he's a shithead. <laughs> he lets you know he's a shithead, and there's no changing that. Right. With Kurama, there is a bit of reason, possibility involved with that. And at the end of the day, I think, I think I'd go with Kurama. But it's 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 honestly a. Uh, it's not a black and white for me. Well, another, I, I could be convinced. Uh, yeah. Well, another thing too with Kurama is, um, at least it, from what I've seen, I've only, I'm anime only with um, Jujutsu, but I haven't. We haven't seen Yuji utilize Sukuna's power. It's just in yes. him. Naruto has the That's ability the... to harness Kurama's chakra, so you're getting a power boost along with it. Not just having some crazy evil demon inside you, but you're you're kind of the crazy evil demon now too. So I'll take the power boost with Kurama. Yeah, and here's the thing, right, is that we have a bit of disparity in terms of, like, meta understanding of each of these characters, because we have been well exposed to Naruto and Kurama's endgame, right? We've gotten to see the full extent by which they team up and be cohesive together. Yeah. We have yet to see that with Yuji and Sukuna. Will we? We don't really That's know the, exactly. where, yeah, we don't know if they might become buddy-buddy really and work together, right? I don't know. Yeah, so we're probably all just in agreement that it's a big sweep with Ka- for Karama. now. Yeah, with, with as little information yeah. was, as we have on Sakura. Yeah, um, he just seems like a bad deal. <laughs> he just seems like a just seems like a raw deal. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Uh, all right. Well, I got some uh, who would wins now. Yep, hit me with that, baby. All right. I don't know if you watch. I'm guessing you have because you've watched more than us, uh, Rick. But I was going to say who would win: Spike Spiegel or Gearless Joe from Megalobox. Whoa. Okay, does Gearless Joe have... Oh, that's right. He doesn't use Gears. Why? I'm, that's he in the name. Famous, famously, yes, famously doesn't use Gears. <laughs> um, I can't believe you asked that question. Well, I'm just saying, if he puts, if he does put Gears on, he might fuck up Spike. I'm just saying. But he never would. Well, Spike knows a okay. lot of martial arts, and he used to be in basically the the, the Death True. Squad. In uh, No, he's not, it's not called Death Squad. Uh, right. I just forgot real quick. Here's the, the, the real question, though. Are we talking like a street fight where anything goes, like eye gouges and balls? Yes, this is survival. Yeah, okay. They meet on the street, and maybe Spike's trying to get a bounty because Gearless Joe uh, got in with some wrong crooks. I'm just ma- laying down okay. the I didn't know uh, if it was like a here. sanctioned fight so. in the ring, three five-minute rounds um, with rules, but that that's important. Probably Spike, man. Probably Spike. If any, if you know how to fight on the streets without the the rules, I of know. Boxing. I love Gearless Joe, but it's like it's kind of like uh, somebody that boxes going against someone that is like MMA, mixed martial arts. Yeah, shit. yeah. And the the versatility in the setting for Spike gives him, I think, the edge. Right? He's so used. Like he doesn't he doesn't box in the ring. He doesn't really go in the ring much, if ever. I right. think he never actually has an organized fight. It's always street. So the the man's kind of, while he knows a lot of formal martial arts, he's been utilizing them in a myriad of very uh, kind of ad hoc situations on the street, right? So if you plop them in an alley and said, three, two, one, fight to, and everyone's just like, okay, Spike seems like he, this is his turf, right? He knows how to utilize the environment, be creative on the fly, resourceful, and take advantage of the situation. So do I think Gearless Joe 
lacks this capacity? No, we just rarely see it. I think we saw it once yeah. in season one, maybe twice in season two. But at the end of the day, because of the setting and the versatility, I think Spike has the edge, but I think it's a five out of 10. So it could go either way. Five out of 10 fights, I think Spike takes it. It might be six out of 10. Just so just put them in bear. the ring, and it's a I lot different. I think gearless kind of like yeah, this in yeah, the ring, uh, whether it be boxing rules or MMA rules. If you take out the the potential for death moves, I think Spike is going to have a hard time adjusting to not being able to really fuck up his opponent. You know what I mean? Yes, yes. It's a setting question, and I think because it's a street fight, that's where Spike is probably not probably definitely much more comfortable. I think. Uh, Gearless, Gearless Joe is going to put up a hell of a fight. Like I would love to watch oh, that. He can fight. take a beating too. Oh so. yeah, yeah. His durability. He takes I shots think is from higher. actual like people wearing gear equipment. So when Spike yeah. hits him, it's not going to hurt him as much. Like right yeah. off the bat. Yeah, this this ain't Shark Guy from season one, right? This is like <laughs> this is this is different, right? Like he'll he'll take the hit and be like, okay, that's doesn't hit as hard as a uh, mechanically assisted left hook, but it, I think over time. Spike's going to wear him down. Spike's going to utilize more varied moveset, and I think he's going to take the W. Yeah, I agree. Spike's okay. going to kick him in the knee one too many times, and Gearless Joe's just not going to be able to stand <laughs> up. I like how we're pretty news. much all in agreement. We've all pretty much gone 3-0, and so we haven't really had any debates debates. I, I, I think there may be some internal debate with me. You guys have convinced me on a couple <laughs> things, and I think I may have convinced you guys a couple, and they're like, yeah, I got to go with him. Yeah. That's okay. That, that's a fair. Yeah. So maybe maybe a spicy one will show up or maybe we're just like all like very high wrinkles. And this is just the alt. The, all of these end up the way they should because it's the smart right. move. Yeah. It's yeah. The right. This move. is the this is we're, we're giving the correct answers is what's happening. <laughs> yeah. Right. There is a <laughs> there is a right answer in each of these. And we're just all hitting them. Well, um, um, I, but yeah, I you, you have, was able to drum up one yeah. while we were sitting here. Um. A little bit more Perfect. of a philosophical yeah, question, but when I when I pose this, I want you to think of it as you are you and not the characters that I'm kind of putting you in the lives of. And also, okay. uh, spoilers for the end of Hunter Hunter, if by chance you haven't watched it. Oh, of it, course you would. <laughs> All would right, you, we're in Spoiler Town, USA. Okay. Yep. Would you rather suffer Gone's fate to where you max out your power and that's it, you can't use it anymore, you've gone to your peaks and now it's gone? Or would you rather have Goku's fate where you seemingly have no max to your power, but because of that, you never have a moment of peace. Every time a new world threat shows up, and they do, you're the one who has to deal with it because you continue to get more powerful. Put the weight of the world on my shoulders. I'm going that way. Wow. Good for you, man. I'm taking Gollum's route, man. I want to get in and get out. I'm stressed. I I don't want to do this no more. Um, you found your dad and you're all set I've completed my goal I don't need to punch (laughs) name users everyone knows everyone knows a good shonen MC has daddy issues everyone knows (laughs) that everyone knows that Um, that's a really hard one because if you're thinking philosophically you know if you're in Gon's position and you burn yourself out defeating a threat but you are the strongest in the world at that time I don't know if I'd be able to do that knowing I'm leaving the world in worse hands because I'm not there to protect it. You know, like mm-hmm. I'm I'm burnt out. Who's going to fill my shoes? Could I live with the philosophical guilt of that? 
Right. Yeah, because gone doesn't feel that stuff. But you, since you're not gone and it's you going through it, you're going to have different feelings than gone did. Right, right. Oh, snap. See, I'm looking at it from the opposite end. If I get burnt out when I still have my powers, that's going to make me feel way worse because then I'm going to feel way more obligated to do something. You're going to be burnt out? Do you know that for a fact if you went through the same I know. I know who I am. I know myself pretty well. If every six months I have to fight a new world-ending threat that's more powerful than the last, yeah, at some point I'm going to be like, you know what, Vegeta? But Vegeta, you overcome you it every time. Try to do this, please. <laughs> this is stressful as hell. I've died eight times. I'm done. <laughs> Think of your Bulma, dude. Think of your <laughs> yeah, Bulma. <my> Bulma. <laughs> so, uh, okay. I think this even gets a little bit more nuanced if you replace Gon with Ichigo Kurosaki when he does the Mugetsu, the final Getsuga Tensho, right? Because he burns himself out beating Aizen. But he still has the capacity to to learn. Like he's still able bodied, right? Okay, right. So I, I I don't know. I think at the end of the day, because you said gone, I gotta go with Goku. If you had posed it as Ichigo, I might be more inclined to go with the opposite route of losing all my powers and burning out to defeat a threat, knowing I'm still able bodied. But that poses a different question. If you were still able-bodied, would you do anything you could to get your powers back, or would you let that sleeping dog lie? Would you just be okay with being powerless? That's a good. I, yeah, I, I know. I know. I know me personally. Once I know I'm able to protect people, kind of save the world, feel like I have a goal in life, like I can actually change the world literally because of my powers. I'm not gonna just give that up because I can't handle it anymore. Like you, sometimes got to step up if you are given that like that responsibility. I'm also a sucker for like the Marvel quote with great power comes great responsibility. Sometimes you got to take the weight on your shoulders. You can't just give up. So it's just Uh, depending on the person. I I agree. (laughs) I agree with that. Um, The reason that's the reason I picked Goku though, is because, you know, doing it a few times, like, yeah, you know, you got to step up and do your part, but like, think about all the world ending threats that Goku has had to beat up through super. Now we're talking like upwards of 20. (laughs) Goku's oh. not really that smart. I feel like I'd be a little bit smarter. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing, too. Like that's... He's, he's famously dumb as a bag of rocks. Like, of course he's yeah. dumb. And, and he Goku does one thing and fight. one thing well. Like, he loves this. Right, he's, right. he's built for this. I know. That's like, I was thinking about myself. I'm like, I'm not built for constant new challenges. I need a break. Yeah, I'm, I'm very much a... This is kind of a peek into my life a little bit. I am not much of a fighter, obviously. But I am... I, I got a pretty good silver tongue like i i like to talk my way out of a fight if i can so everyone leaves a little bit like not broken you're gonna talk <laughs> no, no one gets into a fight guys? is that what i'm hearing i i <laughs> i i am a pretty good talk no jutsu guy my little brother who is four years younger than me he he get he's a, he's kind of a hothead he gets into fights a lot um but he's always been shocked like you've never been in a fight i've said no i've never been in a fight but i've been in situation i've been in just as many situations as you have but i've always talked it down and I think that's something that's always kind of my strategy is I've met I, a real life Naruto. Rick, I'm, <laughs> I'm impressed. I'm impressed. Yeah. I've never been, I, I've been in two fights in my life and it, I, there are both situations where talking was just never part of the plan. So like it was just not, I never even got the chance to talk no jutsu. So I had to whip out a Rasengan real quick. No big deal. Um, yeah. No big deal. But at the end of the day, I think I got to go Goku because kind of what JD said, right? If you are endowed with such a limitless potential, it's kind of on you, and it's kind of like, if we're talking about Marvel as a corollary, Vision in 
Ultron, or I think it was Infinity War. Uh, no, uh, Civil, Civil War. Civil I know what War. you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. yeah. He, he says, you know, strength invites adversity. Adversity invites yep. conflict. Conflict invites, you know, destruction. I think it was violence and, and violence, destruction. Violence, yeah. violence and destruction. So if you are that strong on a cosmic level, you are going to invite cosmic threats. So if you really are that strong, it's kind of whether you want it or not to. It's on your shoulders to def- to do the job that comes with the strength. And again, that's that's kind of the hero's dilemma. So if I'm in the situation, yeah, I got to I got to go Goku. I got to go Goku. That, same here. For I me. guess I'm the selfish yeah. one because I'm gonna let somebody else deal with this. <laughs> I've <laughs> done my part. You, you, you get the only thing is you got to hope that someone else can handle if any kind of threat does happen. Um, like you said, if I'm the reason for the threats, hey, maybe we're good then. But uh, I just don't want to be the one that caused the destruction. <laughs> Fair. Fair. Okay. I All got right. a I got a pretty casual would you rather okay. that I was just thinking up. Um All would right. you in their respective universes, would you rather be Krillin in DBZ or Chad in Bleach? See, I've never, we've never seen Bleach, so give us like a little <gasps> rundown on I know, I know yeah, it's blasphemous. We, okay. <laughs> Okay, so, so let us know. Yeah, so you you guys are familiar at least with the Bleach IP in a bit. Yeah. There's Shinigami, yes. swords, all yep. that shit. Yeah, yeah. Chad and um, Orihime, they're two individuals that actually gain their own spiritual powers by being associated with Ichigo Kurosaki. So they have their own spiritual powers, which we learn later in the series is called Fullbrings. They're individuals who gain spiritual powers because either they were atta- their their parents were attacked by Hollows while they were in the womb, or they were attacked by Hollows very early in life. And that brush with the spiritual gave them some light, but not often weak powers. Some of them are quite like Chad is still battling with like later game later series opponents like he's viable but he's not he's definitely not saving the world would you rather be someone like that or krillin who is probably if not definitely the strongest human next to roshi oh, yeah that's that's a but debate we have in, often but we'll talk yeah, about that it's, it's right also time. another debate yeah we'll talk about that later i mean we talk about it right now but at the, end of the, <laughs> at, the, at the end of the day right you're the strongest human but in your universe you're chump change do I if I pick Krillin, uh, do, do I still get to be married to Android eighteen? Yeah, do I get his wife? Absolutely. Then Krillin all day, baby. Oh yeah, I gotta <laughs> pick Krillin, man. I really like Chad what you were describing, but then I'm like, if I'm living his life, I'm I'm all in with Krillin's yeah, I'm life. Pick, I'm so. picking the horny door here, and I will I'll hang out with eighteen. And again, going back to the last question, I got Goku here. I don't have to worry about anything. It would be irresponsible for me to try to end this world-ending threat. The big the big man's here. I'll just watch him. And you are besties with the guy. Yeah. Like, like, like canonically, yeah. you are besties with the dude since day one. You're a day oneer with Goku. He fights your fights for you. <laughs> and he loves doing it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like the idea. I really like the idea of Fullbringers, though. I kind of like that, like, normal people can get given supernatural powers or whatever by being kind of touched or brushed with, with the supernatural. I think that's really cool. Um, but yeah. yeah and I, it, it, it's, it always comes with a sense of tragedy. Fullbring's interesting because it's always, from what we see, Fullbring, from a human standpoint, their powers manifest through it, their affinity and their closest to a certain object. One of my favorite Fullbrings is called Dirty Boots. This girl named Jackie, she was attacked when she was younger, and 
when her full bring awakened, she was looking down at her blood-covered boots. So her power is the dirtier her clothes get, the stronger physically she is. Oh. And I mean, she's oh, and damn. she and and later she, her full bring is so powerful that if she's covered like literally it evolves and she can generate her own filth to cover her own outfit with and she is going toe to toe with like end game characters. Like legit end game characters. There it's not a good battle. She gets clapped by Renji, no big deal, but she is playing the game at a late stage. So these full brings are no joke later. Man, what in the JoJo's Bizarre Adventure did you just say? You know, the more that I listen about Bleach, the more I realize that we should watch it. You're right. I really enjoy the full bring. A lot of people clown on the full bring arc. Uh, those people being me and Ethan, we actually definitely clowned on the full bring arc in a past episode. Sure. But I do at the end of the day, yeah. The power set is actually quite interesting. So, um, But at the end of the day, you don't got an Android wife, so I gotta go Krillin. Yep. I like how that's the You're great right. equalizer, no, man. Android 18. I'm not going to lie, though. I'm really slowly starting to lean my way toward, like, one day I'm going to start watching Bleach. Definitely before One Piece, because it takes so goddamn long. Yeah, um, you should watch it. Just it just sounds interesting. Bleach yeah. definitely has some things that, you know, me and Earthworm do appreciate when you have well-thought-out kind of power systems, so. Well, if you want a little history of the Bleach, I mean, it, it it's considered one of the big three, obviously, but it's weird because, like... I watched it as a kid, and then I went back and rewatched it as a man with a doctorate in weebology, and <laughs> I, I realized that that show was always kind of built for a more mature audience of the three of the big three. It was built from the ground up for an older audience, the edgier aesthetic, the edgier themes, the more mature situations that they're in, the more nuanced character decisions that Ichigo and other people have to make it. It is built for an older audience, so I think there's more appreciation for you guys to watch it now than then. If that makes sense. Okay. Fair yeah. Enough. No, I hear you. Yeah. And so the we... final arc is getting animated soon, so you should watch it. <laughs> uh, absolutely. Right. Yeah. So uh, Krillin won, though. Landslide. Krillin, oh, yeah. Landslide. It's and no Android eighteen won here. Yeah, that's really Everyone, that's let's not, let, yeah. <laughs> let's not let's not get it twisted. Like Android eighteen was clearly the deciding factor, but uh. Yeah, JD, take it. I think if you got any more, we got time for it. I got, I got one more. Would you rather? And I got two more of the fights, but it's up to you guys if you want to do those. Rip it off. Let's do it. All right. So the would you rather is: Would you rather have to watch every OP and ED for every anime that you have to watch, or watch one anime a week fully, uh, fully subbed without subtitles? Wait, like Ooh. just watch it, but not be able to understand what they're talking about? Because I don't know Japanese. You have just to watch one. You got to watch one whole episode a week subbed with no subtitles. So you have no idea what's going on. Or every single episode, you have to watch the OP and the ED of an anime. So you're watching a full 30 minutes almost. This, this is another, is it worth learning Japanese questions? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking that. I, I told you some thought-provoking ones I got over here. Yeah, um, I got to do the OPEDs because I actually will do that sometimes. But OK, do I have to pay attention during the OPs and EDs? I mean, you could do like I like I just said, it's just going to take more time because every episode, every anime from now on for the rest of your life, you have to watch it. So you can't just, you know, skip it or, you know, you'd have to go walk it, you know, get something to drink if you don't want to watch it every time because you can't skip any of that. But you can't skip it. Yeah, I do the OPEDs because that'd be good phone checking time if I'm binging. Like, 
definitely like <laughs> text my girlfriend like if I'm binging for five hours and she hasn't heard anything from me, it's because I don't skip the OPs and EDs. Or because I do it's skip... It's taking a yeah, lot longer. Yeah, I, no, no. It's because I do skip them and I'm already in the meat, so I don't look down at my phone for like five yep. hours. But if I have the OPs and EDs baked in, I would have time to look down at my phone, text her, hey, I'm not dead. So, yeah, <laughs> I, I think I think I do the OP EDs. I think I'm there with you. Yeah, but you... you- you may learn Japanese if you watch uh, one anime a week completely. No, what <laughs> without what subtitles. you're gonna do is you're gonna learn Japanese wrong, and you're gonna have like every yeah, word yeah, in Japanese yeah. you're gonna have the wrong translation for. But you'll be convinced baka, that baka. you're right. <laughs> right, and if you guys, anyone who's listening, you're like, I'm gonna learn Japanese. All you gotta do if you go to Japan, just say Wataki wa America Shishin des, and that's all you gotta do. Like I'm an American, and they'll be like, okay, and they'll give you the broken English because. English is part of their curriculum educationally. They don't know how to put sentences together, but they know a shit ton of English vocab, so they can probably communicate with you in some capacity. All you got to say, Watashi wa America Shishindes, and you're good to go. Some, you don't got to learn Japanese. Something funny I heard wow. um, on the Trash Taste podcast, I think, is that if you actually speak to Japanese people in broken English, they have a better chance of understanding what you're saying. Yes. Yes. Small phrases, small words, because... It, it's not the vocabulary that confuses them. They actually have a very robust English vocabulary. Most of them, if they've gone through Japanese high school and beyond, it's the American sentence structure that trips them up because it's so drastically different from Japanese. Yeah. So instead of saying in an airport, hey, where is this? Uh, hey, help me. Can you help me find this gate? Just like point which gate. And they're like, oh, this like, cool, done. Like, don't try to make a sentence, just yeah. broken English yourself, and they'll do it. Yeah, because yeah. they don't use, like, twos and A's and, like, whatever those kind of words are. They don't use no, those yep. at all. It's very much like me here. I would sound kind of caveman if it was a literal translation to us. Yeah, but they're also learning another language, unlike us. Oh, no, so. I'm just saying, like, the Japanese <laughs> language itself doesn't use words. Like, there's no translation for, or not a lot of translation for words. Like, you know, it's not like I am standing here. It's like standing here is what they would say or what the literal translation would be. So it would sound weird to us. Right. It would be like, what the hell are you saying? But that's they just don't yeah. have those words in the vocabulary. Yeah, because it's. I think their sentence structure is object, verb, subject. Like, they talk about what they're talking about first, what they're doing, and then, like, the subject of what's happening yep. to the thing, right? For us, it's subject-verb-object. Yep. That's how English is built. So the fact that it's just, like, totally flipped and reversed, flip it and reverse it, that's kind of so foreign to them that you just trash the whole thing and just, like, speak like a four-year-old in English. But you'll have a much better time that way. So, hell yeah. Yeah. Got to go OPA, OPED. Yeah, I'm right there. And with I don't want to learn. I don't want to learn uh, anime I, Japanese. I was back and forth with it, and then I'm hearing you guys, and I realize, yeah, I guess I don't have to watch all the OPs and EDs. I can I can go do something real quick, come back. So I'll probably go with that too. But I was really thinking about that one episode. I get a week, where you're you know? coming it's not from. That bad. Your schedule. You're a very time crunched boy. So like you, though, those yeah. <laughs> two those two minutes for EDs and e, uh, OPs. Those are valuable minutes to you. Exactly. I, I have to get my episodes done. <laughs> yeah, so I, I think like on the flip side, one episode, no sub, Japanese a week, that'd be a wild ride. Like a show that I know <laughs> nothing about. Yeah. That'd be the most insane fun show. That'd be like a good like crack open a cold one with the boys and just watch and just like laugh at like a crazy slice of life. Imagine watching like 
uh, Kage-sama Love is War oh, with God. no subs. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my <laughs> God. Yeah. See, I was thinking more of like an Attack on Titan or something real dialogue-heavy, plot-heavy. See, that'd be, if you watch like an action-packed anime, you're kind of going to watch all the crazy fights. That's kind of cool. You don't need to kind of know what's going on, so that's a good thing. Right, but I just love the idea of like a slice of life that's like a crazy comedy rom-com situation. Like, I'm watching, Sem- I just finished My Senpai is Annoying Oh, recently. good, good, same, uh, though. Uh, oh, dude, love that. God, that show it was so It was really funny. good. But imagine what... Imagine watching that show with no subs. Oh, oh God. Man, it'd, be, it'd, be, it'd be psychosis <laughs> made manifest on the screen. It's so crazy. I mean, just uh, Naruto, man. You'd be like, all right, they're gonna, he's going to kill him now. And then two minutes later, wait, why are they hugging? What is going yeah, on? Right. They're, just, they're just talking. What's going on? T- talk no jutsu hits different when you can't understand the talk yes. of the jutsu. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, I think we got, um, we got time for one more. We can do one more. All right, because I got to fight if you guys want. Yes, please. All right, so if it's one more, I got to think of, there's there's three here, and I think I want to go with the thought of, uh, all right, well, here's one, because we've been using some Dragon Ball Z characters, and I figured, why the hell not? So we got Master Roshi versus Baki. Who would win? Oh. Whoa. Because as of lately, I don't know if you've watched the latest season, Rick, but- I have, uh, I have. He, he basically the boy can dodge bullets. Uh, he, it's it's kind of ridiculous. Baki's on a level. I think he's almost like superhuman. Yeah, that's a really good one. Though Roshi knows some of that true supernatural shit, right? He's got yeah. he's got key blast. He has the uh, the demon wave or the containment wave. Um, he has. I, I think if we're talking like if you handcuff Roshi. And don't let him use any of kind of the key blast, the stuff outside of the physical, but he can beef up the way he does. I might, I might have to give it to Roshi still, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to say because he's Master Roshi, he's been beaten by everyone lately in Dragon Ball Z because the powers just keep going. But when you think about it, it's just every season of Baki, Baki gets so more ridiculous. I feel like I'm watching JoJo's. Um, and it's just the power scaling is starting to get to absurd levels where guns don't matter anymore. Fighting giant mammoths that could crush you don't matter anymore. Uh, so I'm just thinking he could be on par with like some of the strong humans on Dragon Ball Z. So why not Master Roshi? Yeah. Uh, But the way I see it though, is that there's that scene in Dragon Ball Super where he's basically employing a poor man's ultra instinct just because he's been living for 400 years. Wait, Brad, he's that <laughs> he's old? Been, yes, oh my God. he's yeah. 400 he's like years old. Fucking so the dude's, the du- yeah, the dude's been doing th- like four centuries plus of martial arts. He kind of is akin to the Sea Emperor you know, like he's been alive for 120 years doing nothing but martial arts, and he was at least going toe to toe ish with the ogre. Now, imagine if you gave that guy a much beefier body and nearly four times as much experience. I don't know. I, I just don't think that with all of Baki's gifts, I don't think he could beat Roshi's level of experience in martial arts. This is true. This is true. Baki's also doesn't have the experience, and he is probably going to die at uh, a lot younger age than Master <laughs> Roshi. He's probably going to die. I mean, if if we were just talking like Cap Roshi at Dragon Ball Roshi, that might be a good fight. Um, I still would probably edge it out to Roshi just because of all the experience, but 
I mean, just to keep Roshi as a viable member of the squad in any sort of way, they had to power boost him so fucking much in Super. Yeah, that, like, yeah, that's a really good point. I think Roshi would probably body most anybody else from any other anime that doesn't have like the the long runningness that Dragon Ball Z does. That doesn't have all that built up. Yeah, I I think I'd have to give right. it to Roshi. Yeah, but it's it's close. It's close. I I think you're right. I think if it's like um, even like Dragon Ball Roshi, I still think that like kind of like you said, it'd be a better fight. I do think inevitably Baki's gonna beat his dad. I think that's the it's clearly the whole point of the manga. But you hope so. It's yeah. been building to this point, <laughs> right? I think that Baki that beats his dad could conceivably come out on top against Roshi and here's why the man's never been exposed to like a Kamehameha or a containment wave but we've seen him on the fly copy shit and incorporate like he's almost like a Garu from One Punch Man he's such a prodigy that when exposed he could probably incorporate how would that work with Kamehameha would it be like Goku who did it in like 30 seconds maybe maybe not not that's very headcanony but I think there's a real chance that Baki could take it here, but I think Roshi would end the fight before he even got the chance. That's the thing. Yeah, that, that's true. And like I said, experience weighs. So I, you, you converted me because I was going to go all Baki. I, I've been seeing some ridiculous shit, but I got to respect Master Roshi. So Yeah, yeah. All right. Roshi it is. Roshi it is. But yeah, well, I think that's all the time we got today. Thank you, all the students. For coming to this very high-minded, high-wrinkle, hypothetical class with the Anime Brothers. Earthworm JD, thank you so much for popping on. Do you have anything you guys like to plug? Obviously, your podcast, Anime Brothers. Please, guys, go check that out. But where can they find you guys? Uh, all right. Here we go. My time to shine. Uh, we are on all, yeah, baby. all <laughs> podcast platforms available that we know of. Just search up Anime Brothers Podcast. Um yeah, give us a listen. We've had the Weebology boys on. We had them on and Danny, uh, Jesus, probably six months ago, right around there. But we did a tournament about the best mm-hmm. character in Haikyuu. Um, and that's a really oh, yeah. that, one of my favorite episodes. Really cool. So it was if great. If you want more Anime Brothers with the Weebologist, go check that out. And um, we'll definitely be having uh, Ricky and Ethan on again at some point. Yeah, absolutely. And you can find, I'll put all their links in the description below. You're already on this platform. You can go pop over to Anime Brothers. You're already here. You don't got to go anywhere. Just search it up and get more anime podcast in your day, in your in your Monday, I guess, or week. I don't care when you listen to this. But thank you all for coming to class. Check us out anywhere you get your podcast fix. Like, comment, subscribe anywhere that that thing happens. You know, you can't dislike us anymore on YouTube. So, haha. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, you yeah, check us out. Um, on the patreon.com slash ubology one darn up gets you into our discord where you can talk to the anime brothers all of our past guests and all the patreon lovely folk three dollars and up gets you the syllabus sidebar our lo-fi high vibe sometimes anime sometimes not sometimes visuals sometimes on hiatus show where me and ethan talk about life shit and experiment with different forms of content and media we're gonna get that going again in 2022 uh, soon ish knock on wood but yeah i think that's really it i'm gonna be lazy all day sunday just cleaning eating chili and just watching anime it's a true weeb's paradise over here (laughs) at my apartment (laughs) but until i get myself back on track for a productive week i'm ricky i've been earthworm and i've been jd those are the anime brothers and this has been weebology deuces
Good outro, guys. Real clean. Good shit.